Welcome to Bushido Bites, the way of the warrior, where we bring you Christ-centered character education and wisdom for personal development. This is Josiah Armstrong, founder of the School of Warrior Arts, and we're so excited to bring you and your family transformational resources. We're on a mission to pass on the faith to the next generation and raise up worshiping warriors. So get ready for today's training, and thanks for joining the fight of faith. Okay, beautiful. Listen, we're going to start the leadership training series. Now, character and leadership are two different things. They absolutely relate because your leadership in life is directly hinged to your character, who you are as a person, okay? But leadership, as young people, you can grow in leadership ability. You know, you can see the scripture here right out of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy, where the scriptures say, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. Don't let anyone despise you just because you're a youth, but actually set an example for believers in everything, in what you believe, in your speech, in your conduct, in your purity, in your faith, in your love, in everything, you can set an example, you can be an influence upon others. Leadership is influence. As John Maxwell says, nothing more and nothing less. Leadership is not just about a position. Leadership is influence, and you can exercise leadership at every aspect of your life, including leading your own heart, leading your own life, because that's where all leadership starts, is self-leadership. Very important to understand. In the same way, the scripture tells us to fan into flame the gift of God on my life. You guys each have gifts. You each have abilities, talents, skills, spiritual gifts, spiritual abilities. Guess what? If you don't lead your heart and lead your life well, those gifts will not grow. The Bible says, fan these things into flame. Give yourself entirely to them. Don't just like say, oh yeah, I got them every once in a while, I dabble. It's a hobby. No, 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 no. The Bible says, give yourself entirely to it. In other words, train yourself in your gifts and abilities so that you can grow in leadership, that you can add more value to the people around you. You can make greater impact to the world around you. And that's what we all want. We all want to make impact. We all want to live powerful, significant lives. And of course, because we are God's kids, we are important. We are significant. But friends, what we're called to do in this life, who we're called to touch, the good works that God's created you for, us to walk in those things in fullness and reach our potential depends on you. Depends on the choices you make. Depends on whether we're going to be, as what we see today, intentional. We're going to talk about the law of intentionality. See, laws, they work whether you like them or not, just like the law of gravity. If I have this ball, this law, whether I believe in gravity or don't believe in gravity, I don't care whether I say I believe it or don't believe it. If I draw, oh, let go of this ball, what's going to happen? It's going to fall. It's going to fall. Why? Because the law of gravity. Laws work. They're happening. They exist. They influence things whether you believe it or don't believe it. The consequences of the truth affect you one way or the other. Laws have effect. And so we're going to talk about the law of intentionality. As you can see, this law says that growth doesn't just happen by itself. Growth does not just happen by itself. Just because you, let's say, get chronologically older, just because you turn from 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12, 12 to 13, 14 to 15, all the way to your 38, 58, 60. 
Just because you age does not mean that you're actually growing spiritually. Does not necessarily mean that you're growing as a leader. You can grow age-wise. You can get old and stay spiritually immature. You can stay emotionally immature. The choice is yours. Growth does not just happen by itself. You must choose it. You must choose to put in the effort. Now look, you can look at your worksheet. And for those of you that are going to listen to the download, make sure you download the worksheet and follow along. Okay? But look, we have to fight against, here's your two words. You have to fight against distraction. Fight against distraction and then learn to focus. You must fight against distraction in life and then learn to focus. Because just not being distracted is only one part. Actually learning to set your gaze on something and focus on something is something very different. Right? It's just like serving Jesus. It's not just about, hey, don't be distracted by the things of the world. No, no, no. There's something greater than that. It's about what I'm focusing on, what I'm saying yes to. It's more powerful for me to say yes to Jesus, yes to the kingdom of God, yes to the word of God, and give myself completely to it than to just try to avoid something. No, 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 no. Give yourself to something powerful and worthy, okay? It's like shooting an arrow and hitting the target. It's like shooting an arrow and hitting the target. Look, the enemy wants to rob, steal, kill, and destroy. That's what the enemy wants to do for your life. Jesus came to give you life abundantly, friends. Life abundantly. He wants us to have so much more. So we have to set our gaze on the target, on a goal that we clearly define. When we think about being intentional, it has everything to do with about setting a goal, setting our focus, and going after it. You have to clearly define what you want. Like some of you guys are learning different martial arts skills, different abilities. Well, guess what? If you don't clearly define what that's supposed to look like, what skills you want to learn, it's going to be very hard to actually learn it. It's going to be so general, you'll feel lost. You're kind of, the path to get to where you want to go will be very, you won't be able to see it. Okay? So you want to clearly define a goal and set your eyes on it. Go after it. The very fact of me doing what I'm doing right now was part of a very clear goal that I wanted to create for you, for families, for young people. This was part of a dream in my heart to do this. Right? And so I'm doing that because I set a very clear goal and I decided to give myself to it completely. Right? It should be the same for you, like hitting a target. Listen, we are called to live a life on purpose. And this requires us to think and plan. That's in your notes. You can write that down. We're called to live a life on purpose. On purpose. You were born for a purpose, created on purpose for that purpose. And this requires us to actually think about what we want to do, who we are, what we're called to do, where we want to go. And then actually Create a God-ordained plan to start going after. God blesses the plans of the diligent. And you're not too young to start that. You're not too young to start thinking about your future, thinking about who you want to be in life, who God's called you to be. You can start right now as a young person. God wants to mark you with destiny. You know, life, when, when we actually live with focus, when we live with intention, when we set some goals, it actually helps life feel fuller, feel purposeful. 
helps us take strong, confident action. And it stirs up passion and joy and confidence. That's in your notes. It stirs up passion, joy, and confidence. It helps you actually put your heart into everything that you do. Who wants to live a bored life where you just go through the motions, don't care about anything? What a miserable way to live. That's depressing. That's hopelessness, purposelessness, aimlessness, no mission, no focus. We're called to live with intention and focus. Get a goal, get a plan, and go after it. Man, Jesus, the scriptures tell us, live with all your heart. Do whatever you do with all of your might and do it unto the Lord. Whether you live, whether you die, whether you eat, whether you don't eat, whatever you do, do it unto the Lord for his glory. And that's what it's about. Being a warrior is about being prepared at all times. Think about this. To be a warrior is to be prepared. Hear me. To be prepared. That takes intentionality. That takes, let me think a little bit about where I'm going and what I need to do. Being a warrior means I'm prepared. I don't go into battle without preparing. I don't go into a fight without preparing. Right? You wouldn't want to go take a test without preparing or making sure that you had the right understanding or knowledge you needed to pass the test, right? You wouldn't go run a race unless you had prepared yourself to run that race well. Like anything. So to be a warrior who can actually bring breakthrough for others means I must be prepared. I must, as it says before and in the scriptures, train myself in season and out of season. Train myself continually. The Bible says be ready in season and out of season. Right? I want to always be ready. Be ready to serve. Be ready for the opportunities. You know? I forget who said it, but one, one person said that, you know, it is on us to make sure that we are ready for the divine opportunities when they present themselves. Because you never know what's going to happen in your life. You never know what door is going to open, what opportunity you're going to have. But if you train hard when no one's looking, when no one's watching, when, you, when you're faithful with the little things... Man, you'll be ready. You know, I think of, I think of one of my martial arts students, Miss <clears throat> Ellie, who decided to do a competition. She shows up at class. She trains hard in class. Sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> but she trained. And you know what? She decided to do a competition. And she did amazing. Came home with a nice first and second place big trophy. But it's because, yeah, congratulations. But the thing is, is that she was training. She was preparing herself so that when the opportunity came for her actually to show up and compete, she was ready. And she showed up and did and demonstrated what she had practiced all the time. If she didn't put in the practice, she wouldn't have had the goods to win. So you need to practice consistently to win. Do you think King David could have taken out Goliath with a slingshot if he had never practiced with that slingshot? Do you think you would have been prepared to go with confidence to charge after this nine-foot giant as a little 14, 15-year-old boy? You know how he did that? Because he had been prepared out in the shepherd fields, fighting lions and bears and tending sheep and practicing that sling and singing love songs to God that then caused him to become the musician to play and minister to the king. What he did in secret as he prepared himself 
in the boring Monday through Sunday week, it readied him for great opportunities to serve a king that prepared him to one day be the king. So think about how your life and what you do now is preparing you for your future. But this is what happens. Everyone says, well, I don't know how to grow. I don't know what to do. This is where we have what they call growth gaps. So if you can look at your notes, we have eight basic gaps that people struggle with. Eight basic gaps, or sometimes what people call really excuses, why they feel like they can't make the changes, make the shifts, go from A to B. And here's the growth gaps. Number one, it's, you're going to want to write this down, it's the assumption gap. The assumption gap. And this gap says, I assume the growth will just automatically happen. We just think that suddenly we're going to be awesome and excellent at what we're called to do without preparing. I just assume I'm going to be great. Well, we forget about the discipline. We forget about the hard choices that we have to make. The second gap is this, the knowledge gap. The knowledge gap. And that gap says, I don't know how to grow. A lot of people make those excuses. Well, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. But, you know, the truth is that gap is very easily solved. You know how? You just go and learn. You go find out. You acquire the knowledge. You educate yourself. And with today's world of technology and books and resources available and YouTube tutorials and mentors and coaches, you can get, listen, you can get whatever knowledge you need to get to wherever you need to go. None of us can use the excuse, well, I don't know how to. Guess what? You can learn. You can learn. Number three is the timing gap. Some people say it's not the right time to begin. Oh, not right now. Well, guess what? There's never a better time to grow than right now. You can always start. You can always start. Because if you just wait, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a few years or wait till I'm older. Uh, what's that going to do except delay your progress? You want to get somewhere? Well, then start now. Start now. Okay. Some people say, I don't, I don't know if I want to serve Jesus right now. Like, I don't, I, not, a little bit later. A little bit later. What's like, why? What are you waiting for? What are you holding on to? What's stopping you? Right? Right now is the time. Right now is the time. Number four, the mistake gap. It says, I'm afraid of making mistakes. Come on. You know some people just don't ever try or step out because they're just afraid to fail. They're afraid to make mistakes. All growing comes with making mistakes. You S's that feel like, man, I got to be perfect. Guess what? Mistakes are part of the process. We have to be okay with making mistakes. We have to know that we're loved. We're accepted in Christ. We don't have to be afraid to fail. Failure is part of the process. You know, there's a saying that says, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But there's another saying that's even better. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Ooh, that's a writer down. Write that one down. That's a writer down. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Because in other words, whether you actually win or come up short, it doesn't matter. Everything becomes a learning opportunity. And if you can learn, you win. If you can learn, even from your failures and mistakes, then you win. Thomas Edison, who created the light bulb, guess what? Over 10,000 plus tries. What happens if you stopped after the hundredth time? Oh, I made more, another mistake. Guys, we wouldn't have these, we wouldn't have these lights. 
The point is we need to keep making mistakes and make them faster so that we can keep growing and learning. You know, learning to punch, learning to block, learning to do takedowns. Guess what? You're going to make tons of mistakes. You're going to get hit tons of times learning how to block. You're going to get elbowed in the face learning how to grapple. <laughs> you know, you're going to get stuck in arm bars before you learn how to escape. It's part of life. But if you want to learn those things, you've got to be willing to tap out and say, let's try again. Oh, I got it. You got me that time. Oh, you choked me. Okay, let's do it again. Let's try again. I'm going to get back up and keep going. Mistakes are part of the process. Just get used to it. You don't have to beat yourself up and say, I'm the worst. I don't do anything right. No, 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 no. Celebrate. You learn. Now reflect on your experience and grow. Grow. Next, five, the perfection gap. I have to find the best way. It has to be perfect before I start. No, you don't got to wait till it's perfect before you begin. Just begin. It's okay that it's messy. It's okay that it's not perfect. Just get started and you'll keep growing. Number six, the inspiration gap. Well, I just don't feel like doing it. Come on. This generation really struggles with discipline. <laughs> really struggles with doing things they don't feel like doing. If I don't feel like it, well, I'm just not going to do it. Or I'm going to wait till I feel it before I write that song or... Before I work out, before I open my Bible and read my Bible, I have to feel like it. Or if I don't feel like it, then somehow I, I, maybe I don't love God. No, 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 no. Your feelings and emotions come and go. Though, the, though you can generate new feelings, right? You can generate fresh feelings. But friends, you don't have to wait for inspiration. You need to just get going and be disciplined. Make a choice. Make a choice. And actually, as you make disciplined choices, you'll actually generate inspiration. Are you with me? You can generate inspiration. Number seven is the comparison gap. We're coming down to a landing, guys. We're in the last two. The comparison gap. People say, others are better than me. Why would I start this or do this? There's already people doing that. Friends, don't compare yourself to anybody. You can be the best you can be, and that's what's important. And when it comes to growing, it's all about, I'm going to look at my heart. I'm going to look at my life. I'm going to be the best I can be. If anything, we want to learn from people that are better than us. We want to celebrate other people that are more advanced or ahead of us. Because we can learn from them if we're humble. We don't got to be afraid of or intimidated of people that are better than us. We actually want to get around people that are better than us at something. Or who know more than us. Because we can learn from them. That's what we want to do. The Bible says if you run with the wise, you get wise. Right? Who you hang around with influences you. So put yourself around people that are better than you or more advanced than you, more mature than you, and they'll call you to a higher place. Right? That's really important. Who you surround yourself with is really important. We're going to talk a whole bunch just on that with the law of the inner circle later this week. Number eight, the final one of these growth gaps is the expectation gap. Most people say, I thought this would be easier. I thought it would be easier than this. Anytime we have a great idea, a great vision, and then we actually start trying to do something about it, and then the process feels really hard, you mess up tons, things don't go the way they're supposed to go, you're not as good as it as you thought you were, it takes way longer than you wanted it to take, we don't get the right expectation. And so we get very overwhelmed. And then we say, ah, 
I'm going to back away or back off. And they don't do it. So here's the deal. Those are eight growth gaps. I'll run through them one more time. You have the assumption gap, number one. Number two was the knowledge gap. Number three was the timing gap. Four was the mistake gap. Five, the perfection gap. Six, the inspiration gap. Seven, the comparison gap. Eight, the expectation gap. Now, here are my two questions for you to respond to. My questions for you is what gap do you most struggle with and why? And this is how we're going to respond in journal. What gap do you most struggle with and why? And number two, what are your biggest distractions? Because let's go back to the beginning of what we shared. To be intentional, to walk in the law of intentionality, friends. We have to fight against distractions, but then learn to focus. So you have to identify what is distracting me in life. Because those things we need to eliminate or minimize or put out of our life or guard against so that we can refocus. So my two questions again are, what gap do you most struggle with and why? And what are your biggest distractions? We thank you for a day of hard work, a day of training. We thank you for the law of intentionality. We thank you that you practiced the law of intentionality, God. You were intentional. You had a plan from the beginning to save us. You made us on purpose. You made us with intention. You relate to us according to your kind intention in Christ. You relate to us according to the plan and the purpose you have for us. Help us know that. Experience that. And may we be like you. May we act and live and make decisions and train in season and out of season with intention, with focus. In the name of Jesus, keep us from being aimless and wandering. Help us. God, guard us from distractions and help us focus our heart, focus our mind, focus our energy. In the name of Jesus, help us practice the law of intentionality for your kingdom, for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, and thanks for tuning in today and joining us on Bushido Bites. Make sure you download the associated resources that go along with today's lesson and be sure to take action. Write down your insights and applications. Engage in discussion with your family and those on the same journey of growth. As warriors, we discipline ourselves in the godliness by the grace of God. Every day is a training day. Every day is a day to grow.